This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and on today's show, I am talking about confidence. As I've built my business and my personal brand over the last 15 years, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is you have to believe in yourself when no one else does. No one else has your vision, your dreams, your calling, or your life purpose, as I like to call it. What people view from the outside is what they base their perception on you And the more you put yourself out there, the more people will tell you what they think. Whether you want them to or not, people will tell you what they think. And not everyone will love you. So it's imperative that you have the strong self-confidence that you love brand you in order to attract the people that are the fit for you. Confidence is a state of mind. Confidence comes from within. And today I'm going to share my top eight tips for building your confidence. I have many more that I've thought about over the years and thought about sharing, but these are the ones that I felt that were most um, important in, in talking about today as I think about my own clients. You may have heard some before, but I believe they are worth talking about since these are the most common issues for many of the people that I talk with. So let's start. Number one, the power of positivity. Are your thoughts more positive or negative? We have a continuous loop of messages that's going on in our head at all times. And as the saying goes, what you think about, you bring about. So we need to monitor what we say to ourselves as much as we say to anyone else we care for. And that brings me to number two, who you surround yourself with is also, or the second part of number one, I should say. So not number two yet, that's the second part of number one. So who you surround yourself with is just as important as your thoughts. Is it harder to be positive in a negative environment? So be aware of who you surround yourself with. And we've all heard you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So do the people in your life bring you down or do they boost you up? And now to number two, listen to list your accomplishments. Our second tip, list your accomplishments. And many times my clients will downplay their achievements. They don't believe that they have enough knowledge or experience. We talk about fees and they're scared to charge a certain fee because they don't believe that they have enough or they know enough. And when I hear this, it makes me give them one of my first exercises and I'll have them make a list of everything they've done, their education, their experience, the money, the time and the resources they've invested. And once they have the list, which is usually longer than they think it is, because when you actually write 
things down, there's more that's there than what's in your head. So I'll have them attach a fee for, or for the time it's taken, if they've gone to university or if they've gone to college, if they've taken a, a self-development course, anything, a training course, any, anything they have invested time and money in, I'll have them write it down and attach a value to it. And then we go over it. And when they've added up the numbers and the time, oftentimes it's, it can equal $100,000. It can equal 10 or 20 years of invested time and experience. And this is what I bring to them saying that everything we bring to the table is much more than we believe. And the knowledge that you have could save someone valuable time and effort in trying to figure it out themselves. So listing your accomplishments is a big confidence builder. Number three, trust your intuition. We know that, but oftentimes, again, we don't do it. We call it a gut feeling, but the gut feeling also includes feelings in your heart. And when it comes to business, sometimes we think we need to stick to the logical solution. And I used to do this a lot. I, I would think, oh, I'm in business. Uh, I have to override that heart feeling. Maybe the best decision is doing the logical step. And then it wasn't always working out for me. So I remember reading one day, picking up a book from uh, Deepak Chopra, and it was called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And I want to share a part of his message uh, number three, it was called the law. It, it's called the law of karma. And he says, put your attention on your heart and ask your heart what to do. Then pay attention to how you feel. The response may be the faintest level of feeling, but it's there. You will know the answer is right because it will feel right without any lingering doubts. The heart knows the correct answer because it taps into the field of pure potentiality and infinite organizing power and takes everything into account. The heart is intuitive and holistic. It has a win-win orientation. And though the answer may not seem rational, the heart is far more accurate than anything within the realm of rational thought. You can use the law of karma to create money and the flow of all good things to you. But first, become aware of the choices that you are making in every moment. The more you become aware of your choices, the more you will make choices that are spontaneously correct, both for you and for those around you. And you could say that that aha moment of reading that passage was what changed it for me in trusting my intuition in my business. 
even though things weren't always logical in that moment, I would remember that and think, okay, I have to do what Deepak Chopra tells me to do because he's a smart guy. And if he says it works, it works. And the more that I trusted it and the more that I would get these feelings, then I would trust it, do it, and it started working out. And the more that you practice it, it's like anything else, like that muscle when you're working out, when you practice and you continue time after time to do it, it's like the muscle memory. So use your intuition, trust yourself, and make those intuitive decisions for yourself. Ah, let's see. Let's take a short break and then I will come back with number four. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. And we are back for the fourth confidence building tip. And that is embrace your fears. We've all know that there's something that we're afraid of and nothing builds your confidence quicker than doing something you're afraid to do. And the first time I remember being afraid, I was pretty young. I was really shy when I was a little girl. I used to cling to my mom's leg and I hid every time someone said anything to me. It's one of my first vivid memories. But for some reason, I would sing for my grandma and she asked me to sing this little light of mine in church. I was so young, I didn't realize it would be in front of the whole congregation. I remember looking out, staring wide-eyed and being really scared that I had to do this. But at the same time, my family was there and my grandma looked so happy that I just thought about them. And when I started singing, I forgot about being afraid. I would pretty much sing anyone, anytime anyone asked me after that. If you think about any of the fears you've had, once you embrace it and do what you need to do, you realize that the fact is usually, it's not as scary as we believe it to be. That the actual fear of the unknowing is more fearful than the actual event itself. Often our fears go away or become less when we prepare, which is number five. Be prepared. Whatever it is you are trying to accomplish, when you have a goal and you work towards achieving it, you're more likely to reach the goal. Preparation increases your confidence and your chances for success. And I remember hearing a singer being interviewed and the reporter saying, you're an overnight sensation. What a lucky break. And the singer replied, it only took me 20 years to get here. And I remember laughing, thinking, yes, 
preparation takes a long time. So when preparation meets opportunity, you could call it luck, but we do know it's hard work, but preparation does pay off. I keep telling my daughters I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting ready for Ellen's call, that I'm doing all of this work and I'm preparing and I'll be ready for Ellen when she calls. Number six, practice, practice, practice. 80% done is better than 100% perfect. And that was another one I had to practice for a long time. I would often get stuck in that perfection mode and I would have all of these projects about 80% complete, but I wouldn't do anything with them. And then I realized that I wasn't really getting getting out there because I was stuck in that perfection mode. So do it, take action, get get your get your materials, get your uh, training out there, get your speech out there, whatever it is that you want to do, get out there and do it and practice it along the way. Do it, take action, course correct as you go. You learn a lot from doing and you often learn quicker because you make the mistakes and, and you learn from those mistakes. And as Jim Rowan says, you can't hire someone else to do your push-ups for you. So even if it scares you and you're not sure, just get out there, practice your craft and do it and you will learn as you go. Number seven, take care of yourself. This is so important. Self-care is one of the best ways to build your confidence. We all know this, but it is always worth a reminder. Self-care is not selfish. It's good for you and it's good for your business. People want to be around healthy, successful people. If you look and act healthy and happy, you attract the same kind of people or the people that want to be around you. Being as healthy as I can be helps me have the energy, the stamina, and the confidence that I need for juggling all the parts of my life. My business, my kids, my hobbies, my, my health care, everything that I like to do, my friends, my colleagues, my my meetings, my women's groups, everything that I like to do, as long as I keep myself healthy by eating well and exercising and meditating and laughing and having fun and getting out in nature, going for a hike, all of the things that I like to do to keep myself help, healthy helps my confidence level. When I feel better, about myself, I'm better at what I do, and those people that I know are the same that I look up to. I, I know that they look after themselves as well. And which brings me to number eight. 
celebrate along the way. Often we have these big goals, we get so focused on reaching them, we forget to enjoy the journey. For the longest time, early on in my business, I was so focused on getting the work done that I would forget to enjoy myself. And I also learned this early on in my nutrition practice with my clients. Most of my clients would come to me to lose weight, to help, for me to help them lose weight. And of course, when you're trying to lose weight, you fixate on the scale. And each week when I realized so many of my clients were unhappy with the numbers, I would go home and I would think, how am I going to change this? I want happy clients because I would see their successes. I would see things changing. I would bring that to their attention. But for whatever reason, the number on the scale seemed to be what the major focus was. So when I said to my clients, okay, we are going to look at the scale, but we're not going to make that the major focus each week. What I want you to focus on is a small habit change each week. And we would discuss that. We would talk about what it is that they had to work on, whether it was they had to eat breakfast this week, that was their goal, or they had to eat half of a portion when they went out for dinner rather than you know, cleaning up their plate and eating the whole meal and being so overstuffed. Whatever their goal was, we would talk about it. And when they would come back, I'd have them share their victory with me that week. And whether it would be they ate breakfast four out of seven days when, you know, for the last five years, they'd never eaten breakfast and it was just a coffee. So whatever their, their small victory was, that's what we would celebrate on. And when I started focusing on that with them, it changed everything. And I noticed their confidence increasing, celebrating little victories along the way for any goal is a huge confidence builder. So there you have it. My top eight tips to build your confidence. Number one, power of positivity, list your accomplishments, three, trust your intuition, four, embrace your fears, five, be prepared, six, practice, 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 seven, take care of yourself, eight, celebrate along the way. So that's it for today. Listeners, thank you for sharing your time. Head on over to samrafus.com to join my community and to my Facebook page to leave any comments. I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and until next time, keep sharing the love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.